teacher, Fred. What brought you here? The fact is they're so boring and you only have one thing to say. <laughs> and, 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 and you, you, you am it so clearly without any bullshit, no orange robes, no mantras. Um, it's down and down to earth as, as hell, and I love it. Great, great. Well, if you can get more of nothing, you'll be getting more of nothing. Yes. There you go. Hey, all right. So Fred here, welcome. Uh, last night we had a meeting, and uh, I don't know if someone was telling the truth or not. It had something to do with Karen, which makes it suspicious. <laughs> but... Uh, it, it triggered a diff an interesting idea because the head that uh, seems to be at the helm of the boat obviously sees in a dualistic manner. Yeah, it receives, it sees, it, inter it perceives, it interprets in a dualistic manner. So let's say innocently someone says all right we're going to take a few minutes and rest in the presence yeah the head the way it hears that is and all the other minutes are not resting in the presence yes you have to notice how the head works the head hears one thing and yet reacts from another thing yeah so if I'm going to uh, enter the presence. It means I have, I've been departed from it for quite a while. So we were joking last night, but we said, instead of sitting down and feeling the presence five minutes, three times a day, let's sit down and feel the non-presence for, for five minutes, three times a day. Therefore, now you'll be in presence for 23 hours and 45 minutes <laughs> instead of for 15 minutes. <laughs> so switch it around. If you're going to feel like you went into something, let's feel like we went into non-presence. Because <laughs> obviously then the opposite would be very, very available, which is presence. Instead of believing we're in non-presence all day and we have to practice the sense presence. Yeah, you see it? You see how insane that is? One has 15 minutes of reinforcement. The other has 23 hours and 45 minutes of reinforcement. Which one is gonna seem to be the optimal or the more dominant uh, view? Yes, which one? That which is because it precludes to the head well, if I, if I entered into something, I haven't been in it before, yes? Which goes completely against this invitation, which is you are what you're looking for. So let's call it presence, let's call it being, let's call it big mind, Buddha nature, whatever you wanna call it. What's gonna be sitting in the Buddha nature five minutes is the Buddha nature, you see? <laughs> it's it's the Buddha nature sitting in the Buddha nature. So for only five minutes. Now, then the rest of the 23 hours and 45 minutes, the Buddha nature is taking itself to be 
something that's not present. <laughs> I mean, what do you think duality is? What do you think duality is when you hear something like, your father is very ill. He's not going to be able to play to, with you. What you actually hear is, what did I do to cause my father not to want to play with me? <laughs> this is how it goes. Yeah. So this is sort of the mailbox that you're hoping to get the message through. It's going to be, it's sort of like the ones when they send letters to prison. And then the when the prisoner gets the letter, it's all edited and <laughs> everything's out of it. Basically, he can say he got the letter, but did he get the letter? Did he get the meaning of the letter when it through when it went through the warden and the prison guards? You know, he in fact he got the letter, but did he get the letter? So this is the whole point. Yeah, the whole point isn't to dwell on the message, but to see the seemingly messenger. Yeah, to see the seemingly one who's hearing it. Yeah, to see who the one who's getting it. To see that, and when you see that as not you, you won't you won't take that view or that movement towards. I'm going to sit in presence for 15 minutes, without not without seeing the emphasis is going to be on the 24 out 23 hours and 45 minutes that you're not present. Yeah, and that's when you read the books and you do this and you do that. Because the basis at that moment is you're not present. Yeah. I mean, you made the deal with the devil. I sat in presence for five minutes. Therefore, I'm out of presence for 23 hours and 55 minutes. <laughs> All the while being present. Yes. All the while. Because the fact, in a way, doesn't matter here. Yeah. Because the fact is not taking itself to be the fact. Yeah. Being ourselves reality, the greatest mystery is reality wanting to attain reality. So obviously reality isn't taking the fact that it's real. It's taking on an assumed fact that it's something that wants to be real. Yeah, it, it's something that wants to arrive at reality. It, but there's so much about me that causes that to be a long drawn out affair. I'm gonna have to, first of all, purifying tons of shit to get to be close enough to be accepted as reality by reality taking itself to be the action figure. <laughs> That's the message. The message is the absurdity of the mental logic. But if you think you heard it one way, I'm telling you the echo is the other way. Yeah. And without the knowledge of it, you'll be looking from it yeah that's why we like to describe what we are what we're not because that can be described you can describe what you're not yeah you can understand what you're not you can study what you're not you can make you are experiencing what you're not most of the day yeah so why would you want to try to describe the indescribable it's already been put out for many 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 messages that it's in, indescribable, incomprehensible, unknowing. You, yeah, so why are we trying to do it? <laughs> Just admit the fact. You can't get it. Yeah. Now, it sounds like a drag, 
but in fact, it's hallelujah because you are it, yeah? You can't get it, not because you're not good enough or you haven't done enough. The fact is you are it. That's why you can't get it. I mean, that's a beautiful bit of news, yeah? Don't flip, don't flip out. I'm going to break the news to you. You can't get it. What? It's 20 years. That, no, no, no. Hold on a second. You are it. Wow, the whole house of cards could fall, yeah? Just like that, because it's all standing on us, really. There is no house of cards. We take the form of a house of cards, yeah? That's all. We appear to be the house of cards. So. And then, of course, the belief that someone can get into presence verifies the underlying belief that we're out of presence, yes? And the outer presence is going to be the dominant belief in time than being in presence. Then we'll have to do some unique exotic thing to convince ourselves we're in presence because we've been convinced we're out of presence. <laughs> That's the whole point. The whole point is this is not to get a method of getting in to question that belief of being out, yes? If you're not out of something, the drive to be in will be recognized as faulty, yes? The interest and attention can migrate and, and be put to better use. Instead of enslaving you that day, it can enrich your day, yeah? It's, it's the same energy, basically. But it's, it, it's the task it's put upon or put to or directed at causes its effect, yeah? So the traveling lighter isn't I found a solution or I figured out the equation. I've lost interest in finding the solution or the equation completely because what I hope the equation was going to do is already, to, already the condition, yeah? What I believed was going to trigger something that's already so, I lose interest in that which is going to trigger something that's already so, obviously, yeah? I don't think anyone loves to sit 13 hours on their ass, especially when they, if you do the lotus position, your knees are shot after a few years, yeah? The tendons like sitting there. I mean, obviously, the, the left cheek and the right cheek are screaming. Nothing's really going, oh, this is a great move. Yet, because we hope that it's going to trigger something, we put ourselves through this shit. Yeah, when, you know, it's fine. If you like sitting straight and everything, let your blood pressure go down, it has a lot of value. But the point is, you can't act yourself into what you are. That's the, that's the invitation of non-duality anyway, how I see it. Non-duality says you are what you're looking for. Yeah. It doesn't say, it doesn't set out the sort and the seeker. It says the seeker is the sort. Yeah, compresses it all like that. Now, if that doesn't work for you, do whatever you're going to do, because I bet you it's going to succeed by failing you. Sooner or later, you're going to be left with exactly what you have, nothing. Yeah, all the grabbing and all the spiritual blocks you put all together, they're not going to bring about what you believe you wanted to be brought about because it's already so. Yes.
you are that which is not real. Not that, you, <laughs> Stuart, Paul, is what's not real. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's the message, at least from here. And, uh, and you'll be the first to hear if, if I get a different download, you know? I have the, that channel's open. I haven't heard anything in 20-something, 30 years now. <laughs> it's all just empty, statically brilliant, yeah? All right, Paul, it's time to start practicing again. I haven't heard that, yeah? All right, you got to tell them to start reading this book. I haven't heard that, yeah? It just feels like, I think in a sense, spirituality, the way we see it now is a mental construction, really. It's the mental state trying to play another state. The mental state is now going to become a spiritual state. <laughs> First, I gotta look like I'm one. First, so whatever weird idea it would mean to look like I'm spiritual, there's an adoption of that. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's incredible. Where did some of these people I knew before they got enlightened, where did they get this monotone? Where did they get this long drawn out, constantly staring at a few words coming out? Where did that come from? <laughs> The silence doesn't imply shit, really. <laughs> so I'm going to sit in silence. Great. What a deal. I would love to be a teacher of silence completely. All I do is come here and look in the squares and have you people believe there's something going on because you're reality. So you're going to give me all the meaning it has. So if I'm quiet here... <laughs> And, you, and you're thinking it means I'm in some celestial realm. <laughs> Who am I to burst your bubble? <laughs> I'll, I'll just start charging more. That's all. <laughs> so I don't, you know, I'm just so happy that relief is here, readily available. Yeah. You can, you can feel it when the expirate, the exhale isn't rushing towards the inhale, yeah? It's not inhale and then all this energy exhale. Get, I gotta get back to inhale as quickly as possible. <laughs> no, it's inhale, exhale. It's just, yeah, yeah. The water knows it's going back to the source. It doesn't have to shout out it's a river all day. It's just going, yeah, yeah. So obviously you keep coming back, so something's working. Yeah, it's not my good looks or anything else. So I mean, my loving gaze is more like a psychotic in an asylum, really. I don't, <laughs> I don't really. Someone sent me a picture, it scared me. He was doing a joke about me. Paul Hedman, WTF, what the fuck? And he had a picture when I was younger. And then just recently, I looked like a fucking mad cleric. 
You know, Jesus Christ. Back off, Pablo. <laughs> Where's that loving gaze when you need it? <laughs> Don't you see that? Let's say you and I have tons of potential. Yeah. But we're saddled with a lot of faith in the mental logic, which sees things in a very, very obviously myopic, like bifocal manner. Yes. And sometimes when someone says the affirmative, the what's really triggered is the belief in the negative. <laughs> so, oh, don't you feel like you're in presence right now? Well, does that mean I feel when I'm feeling like I'm not in presence, I'm not in presence? Yes. I mean, it's, it's insane. So why not learn about that? Yeah. And maybe come to a conclusion. Hey, I'm not that. Yeah. I, and then that's that. I don't know. I don't, there's no further move to see, all right, now I'm going to discover what I am. No, it's just, I'm not that. Yeah. It's not a, it doesn't have a dualistic reaction. It's just, I'm not that. Yeah. This activity of selfing is mechanical. I'm not doing it. Yeah. And I'm really not being done by it. Yeah. It's sort of like we were sharing yesterday. If you weigh the sky, when it has tons of clouds in it, or when there's no clouds in it, there's no weight, yes? If I just, if I, if you took this wall down out of this room, was, would there be a second that the void would be there and you'd have to rush in and put space in there? No, the wall isn't taking up any space. It's appearing in space, yeah? If you knock this wall down, this house down, there wouldn't be like a ghostly, like infrastructure of the house after it was knocked down. It would just be space, just like it has always been. There was a house appearing in it for 70, 80 years, and then suddenly it disappears in like a, an hour worth of explosions, yeah? There wasn't, okay, I gotta get a, I, I gotta get a, house-sized bit of space to put in there. No, yeah. When I leave the room, <laughs> space doesn't rush in to take, the sp to take my place, yeah. This is an appearance, an appearance, isn't it? Even if you have a lifespan, that's a description of an appearance. Reality doesn't have a lifespan, yeah. Reality didn't, wasn't born, and nor does it have its day of expiration, yeah? Things that are appearing to be so appear not to be so sooner or later. That's how it goes. <laughs> yeah, all right, so there you go. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for this opportunity. Uh, yeah. All you right, Mike. You don't look so crazy when your hair's combed. That's good. I uh, <laughs> the stylist was here earlier. So I really? Yeah, a little work. Ah. 
yeah. The lighting, we're working on the lighting. Yes. Huh. Yeah. And Fred Kaiser had his hand up and then put it down. So um. that's good, Fred. Keep that hand. <laughs> so is it really down, down, or do yeah, you want to come okay. I, I, you know, I just smile a lot when Paul talks, and 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 then I get these eruptions of things that I that that want to be said. And then he goes on and so the previous thing seems irrelevant. But basically what I was going to say, Paul, is that, yeah, it's obvious as hell that um, well, that the words, the problem isn't that we can be ourselves or not be who we are. Uh, to me, the problem is not that we can be or not be who we are. What is, is. But what can happen, it seems, is there can be a getting lost in the what we're not to various for various lengths of time and intensities, depending on the nature of that, that um, samskara, that illusion, that conditioning. And so when I am appear to be lost in the activity of that density of the samskara of the conditioning, then there's a different experience that is being had of the turmoil of that samskara. So it's not that I'm not God having that samskara, but I'm not aware of being God having that samskara, I get in effect lost in the storm of that samskara rather than at that moment having the experience of being the center of the storm, the eye of the hurricane. I have the experience of for times of being outside of the eye of the hurricane in the hurricane getting fucked around, you know, getting blown around. And the uh, for me, what I've been doing uh, successfully for the last couple of years is, and this has been very, very intense for me, very intense for me the last couple of months, particularly um, the arising of these just overwhelmingly deep, profound, painful storms of depression, self-pity, fear, um, etc., based on my story, and 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 because partly that I've become fairly familiar with that which I call my story, the repetitive themes of it, I've learned to go into silence, or at least sit the fuck still, at least sit the body still, and let it be. Let be just what is. Let everything be just as it is. And everything, of course, is only thoughts, feelings, and sensations. So letting, just letting them be just as they are and, and letting that storm happen seems to unglue me from the apparent involvement with the storm. And that's 
what my teacher is teaching and that's what I'm doing and that's what's really working for me. So it's not that I, you know, I mean, I understand completely intellectually that I'll get to a place where that never actually even happened, you know, um, but, but right now where I am is that it does apparently happen. I feel it because I'm a, I'm a Pisces, so I'm based in emotion. And so when I get into an emotional storm, that's where I'm attached because of my personal, you know, karma and stuff and history and stuff and trauma. Um, you know, it can be very intense if I'm resisting it, which has been the habit my whole life to, to try to feel better. I mean, that's what we're taught um, in Western society. But since I've learned that that doesn't work and what does, then um, I found the doorway back to the knowing of myself as silence when the opposite seems to be the case. And I think part of what I like to do and I is, is like to state the problem in a way that um, perhaps people can relate to it from what their firsthand experience is. So, because that's what really helped me. I mean, when Aja taught me to let everything be the way that it is, I mean, that is such a simple idea. But I and 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 when he said the only way to get off the wheel is to stop trying to get off the wheel, but actually you have to stopping getting off the wheel has to happen has to happen. It can't be done by someone who thinks they're a doer because that's not that's not the the authentic stopping. And so in effect, when I stop trying to feel better when I'm feeling really, really borderline psychotic, it works for me. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. 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 When things seem real, it's good to have some skillful means that can work. So that can limit the effect yeah. that, that it may have in your experience. Yeah. And I, yes. and I really, and I really appreciate how open you are and how clearly you express, you know, that, you know, that you allow for what works, even though you live from a place where it's, you know, at some point it's going to stop working because God is removing the musical chairs and, 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 and because we can't be depending on those chairs that we used to sit on because then we're depending on chairs, not who we are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see this platform, uh, we just want to bring it back to uh, the sense of being the noun that's either doing the verbing or being done to by the verbing. Yeah. So to put the emphasis, not to put the emphasis on the intensity or or the volume of yes the verbing but just question the sense of the noun yeah and see 
in time, you can feel like you're lost, but out of time, there's no losing and finding, yes? I don't believe we're ever out of the timeless while we're in time. Yeah. yeah. I well, don't. I don't believe it. So the platform we have is to, uh, we don't emphasize trying to get out of some deep, hard experiences because plenty of people have that. We try to emphasize what adds to all that is the sense of it being you, yes? So the sense of it being you is what puts so much meaning into what comes after in the experiential realm. Now, I find the greatest influence in the experiential realm is not an experience, yes? So, and because we're not too popular and shit like that, we can stick with it. <laughs> and if you feel like you're up the ass of self, you better have some divine proctologist numbers in your little roller deck or whatever in your contact list, you know? But the beautiful thing, uh, it's not bad having them in there, but you may, need, you may not need to call them ever again <laughs> because there'll be a severe, sufficient loss of interest that... Uh... <laughs> well, yeah, last night after I listened to you, um, I, I looked at, you know, for the first time I could look inside and see there were there was well there were two things there was seeing being and there was whatever the object was of the moment and for the but what was new was I used to see that there was a self which now I realized was simply a sense of self. Yes. And, and so you really helped me by identifying that sense of self as an object because it kind of, whenever, you know, I would ask myself, well, who am I? And when I actually looked and felt and listed shit, I would come up with a consistency of states and values, you know, that were yeah. familiar and repetitive. And that's the sense of self, but it isn't. You know, perhaps it's not a self, but it is what I was identifying as a self. But now I'm wondering, well, maybe that's what they mean. Maybe that's a sense of self, which actually it is. But since I never, I'm not sure what a self would be because all I've ever identified is, is that sense of self. Well, the beautiful thing is you don't need to know what it could be, but you can, but it's good to know what it's not. <laughs> that's the that's the basis of the clarity yeah so how, do, how do how do i no, know not you <laughs> how, how do i know that said that that sense of self that consistency of feeling states thoughts because what is what's allowing you to have that sense is, seeing. is the awareness yeah so yeah. the sense of self there's a there's something before that sense of self that's aware of it 
So I which can't. one do you want to be? That which you, that comes after, or that which is before? Uh, that yeah. which that which that which always is, or that which is fluctuating and, and yes. And, so, and the sense of self is manufactured by an addiction, either extreme or or uh, will, moderate, let's say, an yeah. addiction of the mental state with this idea of being the doer, the thinker, the feeler, the seer. And then all of that claiming is imaged as a body. And it's funny that the body's its whole story, because it's singular, it goes against the whole expression of what it's representing, which is dualistic. So you look and you see only one body. So you think it's a long lasting, independent, separate entity, but the activity called you is completely dualistic. <laughs> it's going from subject, object, object, subject, subject, object all day. <laughs> so, but what clicked for me in what you said is when you said the sense of self is an object, it's observable. So what's observing it? That's the key. Well, yes. Yeah. Well, yes, of course. And so you see what you're not. And in seeing what you're not, that's what you are. You are the seeing of what you're not. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So nice to have you, Fred, here. I'm happy you dropped in. Thank Let's you, Paul. Anyone else has anything they'd like to say? Thanks, Fred. Yeah. Deborah has pulled her car over to raise her hand. Oh, Deborah. And then, then brought me after that. I just got home. <laughs> ah. Oh, thank you. I, I, I just got out of an AA meeting and I wanted to squeeze this one in because I saw that noticed you guys had it here. Um, uh, you know, um, since I've been listening to you, Paul, I think the greatest breakthrough I've had uh, from listening was that um, there is no self, it's just activity. Yes. And uh, also another thing that you said, what is perceived cannot be the one that is perceiving. Or well, there be, is no one that's perceiving. There's, cannot, yeah, there's no, there's no one even. There's not, yeah. yeah. And I'm starting to, it's finally starting to seek in and, and also um, just that I'm just not that. That's just activity going on. So I'm starting to really get by negation. It puts you in that space of neutrality, I guess you call it. Just it, yeah. and it, it doesn't have, like you said, it doesn't have legs to stand on after a while. It's just like um i'm just starting to i don't have to pay attention to or try to find who i am because it's silly it's just it, yeah i'm starting i think i'm starting to and it's not starting to get it because it's not that either it's not getting it it's just yeah i, can't I understand it. yes right you just yeah. sit here and you get disarmed week after week yeah. Right. Right. Yes. All the uniforms that have been pressed and starched and shit, you don't right. put on. Yeah. Right. Just, you wear some leisure outfits, and some pajamas, and yeah, right. <laughs> now you're sensing a disarming, not a call to arms. Yes. That's it. That's that's sort of like a, a hidden permission 
that was never needed, but was sure would surely be helpful if you had it. You know, you get taken off your own hook, basically. Yeah, that's and it. Now, uh, the sense of okayness isn't like a bartering system or an extortion or a racket or a, you know, earning or a meritocracy. It's just a fundamental okayness. Right, yeah. a restfulness yeah. kind of, yeah. For sure. And then what happens when you relax? A lot of shit you were missing becomes obvious, yeah? Because mm -hmm. you're not in the process of constantly moving to the next bigger, better moment. You're just lingering in this moment. Mm -hmm. And a lot gets revealed. It's not like it wasn't revealed. Have you ever stopped? You're walking around on a hill or something, yeah? And then you sit down and then you just look on the ground just for five seconds, three seconds. Suddenly you start seeing the life that's there in that little two foot piece of ground. The ants mm -hmm. are covering everything, a water mm -hmm. beetle's trying to make it over this. Some, you know, ladybug is hanging on a blade. You just walked one way, you just walked right over it, never saw anything. Then you stop, you just look down and give it a second or two before you go just get up and then you start seeing light and everything's right. being there it's incredible yeah right it becomes uh it does become se more seamless too yes uh, well it seamless. is seamless it doesn't yeah. become more seamless it becomes yeah. like partitioned it's not yeah, a, right. it's all a negation of a seeming fact the right. seamlessness revealed it's not like it becomes more seamless no, no, it right, is right. yeah yeah that's the beauty of negation negation right. doesn't polish the affirmation it just negates the mis the misassumptions yeah yes and then yeah. the brightness reveals itself yes yeah so try that one day just sit still look down you'll see tons of stuff it's incredible. Yeah. Well, it, it's weird. And when you're relaxed, I, I had a hummingbird come up. I was on, on the meeting with you guys the other yesterday, I guess it was. I had a half of a watermelon in my hands and a hummingbird came up and was looking at my watermelon and the, just this creative idea of why don't I put this rind on a stick? and fill it with water and see if the hummingbirds, you know, that kind of stuff comes up. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, it's you'll kind of funny. A, you'll become a hummingbird trainer. <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. You'll have a whole new career. Yeah. How did a this, new, was from a new hummingbird feeder. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You start making cheap hummingbird feeders, watermelon rind. Right. You can do an exotic, you can do an exotic stick with some, fabled mythology on it <laughs> oh there you go just to catch it more yeah <laughs> that would be pretty cool for kids uh, yeah. of ice cream pops you give them a watermelon rind and watch the joy of when a hummingbird lands yeah than sugary fucking orange thing they had <laughs> yeah i haven't seen any results but it was just fun that that popped into my head you know it's like <laughs> it, i don't care about the outcome but just it's almost like just something big is holding whatever this is it's not even that i can't yeah. explain it <laughs> yeah that's all it is it's always implied 
or like intimately whispered, yes, it's beautiful. Right. But I'll tell you, that intimate whisper is much stronger than being yelled at for 20 years. Oh my God, yes. Yes. So, yeah, yeah it's powerful. Thanks, honey. Yeah. Just, just to realize there's no entity there. And, you know, when I, I kind of, that was kind of a miss, I uh, kind of was misled, I think, of, Ego is this sort of entity. It, there is no entity there. There's no, no identity. It's just this, uh, uh, it's almost like constant interpretation in and out, in and out. Yeah. Yes. Everything, putting uh, sticky notes on reality, kind of. <laughs> yes, but there's no you doing it. It's more mechanical. No. Right, it's right. That's what helped me. Of somehow, uh, why we don't want to see things is because we may be responsible to them. Yes. Right, right. So this idea of choice causes you choose to choose not to look at stuff. Right. When you see that it may be mechanical, then you can do a fearless inventory on it, or you can actually see it and tell right. the truth. Yeah. If you don't yeah. take it as a me, then there's no one to fight. Well, and or to defend. No one yeah. to defend or fight or... Yeah. So, hey, uh, yeah, you know, yes. I mean, the thing is, you could tell easily by if you don't want to be a fraud, you feel like one all day. Yes. Right. So when there's an acceptance that we're all fraudulent, then you can chill out. Yeah. Right. I noticed that one, too. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because the duality is one in, in concert with another. It doesn't you don't see. Duality is act-react. There's all, and then the react goes unnoticed. You don't notice that most people's moving towards something is a moving away from something. Yeah. Right. So the moving away is very, very cloudy. And then we have all these identifying stories about what we're moving towards. But let's say if you're moving towards awakening enlightenment and you get struck, satisfied, and content, you're going to give up all interest in awakening enlightenment. I'm pretty much pretty sure of that. Yeah, yeah. Because really yeah. what you're looking for aren't these names and these ideas. You'll, you'll respond when it's found, yeah, or when it becomes available or obvious. You'll, you will respond in kind. Your searching for the mimicking of that will be given up, probably. Right, right. Contentment and satisfaction. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Deborah. Uh, we have David and Gary, but um, Brahmi had asked if you would exp in chat asked if you would expand on what Deborah already mentioned. The perceiver perceived. Well, it's a simple statement from uh, a great master, Hoang Po, and. Uh, for a little bit about Zen, you know, there was the original Zen was called Chan in old China. And then Zen was gave, given name to by when the Japanese went to China, they brought back Chan and it turned into Zen. Yes. So Hoang Po was a Chinese master, I think around the 1200s. And one of the things he says is whatever can be perceived which is we're looking at through this zoom at bodies, yes? I see Stuart, I see a, a wall, I see a painting there. That's what's perceived, yes? 
stewed in this one square, stewed a half of one picture, a whole of the other, a wall. That's what's perceived. That's not what's perceiving. So these objects, these things that can be perceived, a body is one, it's an object, is not what's perceiving. So what's animating our life isn't Paul the body, but the subjectivity of that which is perceiving, yes? That which is perceiving cannot be perceived, cannot be that which is perceived, yes? Very clear, very, very clear invitation. Because if you go into the head after hearing that, listen to the head and the assumption that may not be obviously uh, declared at every moment, but the assumption is that which can be perceived, this body is what's perceiving. So it's a perfect correction of a misunderstanding, a misunderstanding that fuels most of the narrative, most of the, the playlists and the commercials on our little K-Paul, yes? So K-Paul, the whole basis of that channel is the reinforcing, reinforce that which is perceiving is the perceived. Yeah, Hoang Po just cut it off at the fucking ankle, says that which can be perceived cannot be perceiving. There you go. I feel that's clear, eh? Yeah, yeah. So the perceived is something your eyes set upon, let's say, yeah? Let's not get into subtle perception. Let's get into crude perception of objects, yeah? So Stuart, Robert, when, when I'm speaking at, to Stuart and Robert, there's a body that's there in that same direction, yes? So I am perceiving Stuart, yeah, as a body. Stuart at the same moment is perceiving Paul as a body. So Paul and Stuart as a body is not what's perceiving. Paul and Stuart as a body is not what's hearing the message or transferring the message, yes? It's not Stuart or Paul because they are perceivable. They are objects, yeah, yeah. Now, the weird thing in duality is the object is given the attributes of subjectivity, yes? So the object now is the one that's doing the subjectivity, yeah? When subjectivity is completely different than the object, yes? Somehow the mental state has made it into a hybrid and it verifies the story it's telling in the mental realm about Stuart as a body by actually Stuart the subjectiveness, yeah? Not the subject object, but the subjectivity is what's fueling this whole thing. But the narrative emphasizes the object and gives the object the attributes of subjectivity. So language very all day in English, I'm saying I'm seeing, I'm hearing, I'm feeling, I'm tasting, I'm touching, I'm thinking, yes? That's attributing the subjective event to an object. That's duality. That's what non-duality is negating, yes? It's not saying there's no perceiving. 
It's just say it's no, but the what's perceived isn't what's perceiving. It's a clarification. Yeah. Yeah. Did that help, Rami? She, she, uh, she's far away from her camera, I think. She transcended. Oh, she's, she just, she's waving her hand. Just moved <laughs> into light. So, yes, it worked. Yeah. She did a woohoo. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay. Are uh, you ready for David? Just get the clear clarity perceived. Yeah. There's perceiving, which is, let's say, a becoming aware or getting brought into contact with something, right? We perceive it. The perceived is an object to the perceiver. Yes. In the mental interpretation, the object is seen as what's perceiving. Yeah. When it actually is cast in the role of being perceived. Yeah. So what's perceiving is not what can be perceived. So you are not steward as a body because you are the perceiving agent. Yes. Not the perceived agent. Yes. Everyone in everyone's experience, I'm an object. In this experience, you're all objects. Yes. Hmm. We'll just anytime anyone wants to go into something, we'll just do our best to riff on it. Yeah. Yeah. So Whatever can be perceived cannot be perceived. Hoang Po again, you know, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. What's being implied there is that you're the Buddha, yes? You can't use mind to seek mind. You can't use light to seek light. Why would you say that to anyone that wasn't mind, light, or Buddha? Yeah, it's it's, a, it's not a, it's a warning about Stuart to the Buddha. It's not a warning to Stuart Stuart about the Buddha. It's a warning to the Buddha about Stuart <laughs> because Stuart, aka Buddha, may be using the Buddha to seek the Buddha, <laughs> all the while being the Buddha. The greatest mystery, reality, wanting to attain reality, the same basic sense. Yeah. So what would that, if you feel a little bit of a hit from that statement, what, it would be interesting, you'd probably be interested in that mystery of how can reality get to the point where it's attempting to attain reality. <laughs> That's a pretty amazing appearance or magic trick, yeah? Well, this is the selfing, yeah? You're under a spell all day. That which is yapping all day about us to us seemingly, yes? It's, it's, it's all the notes it plays are rooted in one fall, one big false note, yeah? If you wanna, if you wanna cut off interest in that song, don't do it at the 40th stanza, see it at the first note, yeah? <laughs> Yes. Then your interest and attention won't get drawn into the second and the third and the fourth 
because the second and the third and the fourth will be presented as being about you. And now you've fallen for that little lullaby and then you keep on going. You, you don't, the attention and interest does. Why, when you point out you're not that, why? Because it triggers a loss of interest in it, yeah? You being interested or not doesn't matter. What matters is a loss of interest in it, yeah. So, if you can come one way into it, which is there's a whole lot of interest in shit because I think it's about me, all right? Well, that, if you look at it dualistically, that implies the loss of interest is what's necessary, yes? This is how you can learn through duality. So when in recovery, they have this statement, having a new employer in your life which implies there was an old employer, yeah? So then it describes the new employer and basically it's describing qualities that the old employer didn't have. It's not saying it, but it's saying it, yes? So in the same way, this, if you realize the only reason why you wanna hear that conversation in the other room is because you're hoping that girl who you're trying to listen to with x-ray hearing is gonna say something about, I like that guy, Paul, with the hopes that that would open you up to having a situation, hopefully horizontally sooner or later with the woman, yeah? When you hear the lady go, I really like Matt and your name's not Matt, what happens? You lose interest in that conversation in the other room because it's not about you. This is the same, same thing with the head, yeah? You lose interest in that conversation because it's not about you. That's why you lose interest. If you try to lose interest as you, that's just more interest in you, yeah? But you lose interest in it because it's not about you. Yeah, it's just that simple. You don't lose interest, in, interest is lost, yes? It moves. And then what happens? You'll find out because the interest and attention will, let's say, light up a dark little corner in your life because it was always going emphasized me, me, me. Now the light can move, it can pivot, it can be flexible and the light can fall on a lot of different things other than you all day. <laughs> and therefore you get enriched. It like becomes kaleidoscopic or like the peacock with its, when it opens its feathers, yeah? It's just, wow. Yeah. So it's based on a loss of interest and you can't set out to lose interest. That would be interest. <laughs> so you just paint the pitfalls on the road with the hopes that you'll see them because you're on the road. <laughs> so we're gonna keep painting them hopefully a few steps in front of you so that when you get to that step, you can see it and go, wait a minute, whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. What? <laughs> you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Seeker and sought, no, seeker is sought. <laughs> compression of time and space. There's no compression. This is our head. But the fact is, seeker is sore. 
yeah. <laughs> Find out. I don't know. Maybe you'll you'll be able to uh, enjoy ordinariness or whatever you want to call it. I once had a teacher, a guru, and I, one thing I like to use to say, he says, people are addicted to the boredom that looks exciting. And he says, I'm just uh, excited about the boredom. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> so anyone else, Mike, there? Yes, David and then Gary. David. G'day, everybody. G'day, Paul. I sort of forgot what I was going to say. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I think it was uh, uh, about whatever can be perceived is not that which is perceiving, which I think I've mentioned this before with me. That's the first thing that Paul ever said that made sense to me. Um, like months and months and months ago, it, for, for some reason, it, I actually wrote it on my arm for a few weeks and every time I'd be feeling like um, things weren't going that good or whatever, I'd, I'd always look at that on my arm. And uh, I just did it before. I, I do it all the time. I, I, I don't know why, but when the lady, I forget her name, sorry, she mentioned it before yep. about 20 minutes ago, Straight away, I just looked quickly around my office and I perceived the little tray of pens and I perceived the calculator and I perceived the people on the screen. And, and straight away, this little feeling comes over me that I'm not any more important than any one of those things because I'm perceiving this thing sort of sort of through it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm looking at yeah. those things through this, which is a bit really nice feeling. So that... That that made a lot a lot of sense to me. That 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 saying. H having said that, I mean, I know a lot of people have been a little bit sick lately. I've been pretty sick myself, and um, my so my small mind's been at me, and 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 it seems like to me that it wait it waits till I, I sort of feel like I'm in, in weak moments, and it sort of, even though I know. What I just mentioned about being perceived, that sort of thing, and I know what I, I know what I am. It, it still attacks and goes hard, and, and the way it does it to me is guilt. Like it, every, every fucking thing I do, every minute of the day, it'll give me a guilt complex <laughs> about, and I know I'm giving it the strength to do that, but. It, but so, so I suppose I think I've remembered my original question or whatever. <laughs> I feel I feel like that we we practice human beings. We practice everything, whether it's bad, good, or whatever, and, and it becomes a practice thing. So I feel like for my life, my glasses have been very foggy, and I've practiced like fuck being a small mind and this. Even though I, I know I'm not that, it still seeps in. Do you know what I mean? It's, it, it, it still gathers momentum and adds strength sometimes and drives me bloody nuts. But I don't really know if there was a question in that. But anyway, that's just what happens. But there may be some, there may be some uh, soothing balm, B-A-L-M, you can put on it all. Because... <laughs> 
that's the experiential level. All the chaos and all the drama and all this, this and that, that happens in the experiential level, the conditions, doesn't touch the sense of being, yeah? Just know that, yeah? That you could have rolled around in the dirt for years and it's not gonna show one speck on the level of being, yeah? To me, that brings a great sense that we have a statement of recovery, this too shall pass. I think it comes from the Bible, yeah? So no matter whatever's going on, it's going to pass, yeah? Which is awesome, man. Eh? Yeah. And sometimes the best thing you do is just sit on your hands and don't do anything. Yeah. And then that's why I always recommend watching Bloodline or something on, you know, you want to send yourself around the corner for more than a half an hour <laughs> just have to get distracted and things change. Yeah. We have a way of life called recovery. It's a trip. They have meetings you know, let's say a church like meets once a week, yeah? There's like 600 meetings of AA a week in this area where I live, all different hours. So let's say you get on the train of thought at 10 in the morning and it's cooking you, it's bringing you to some local stops in purgatory heading for hell. And then 12 o'clock you go to a meeting and just by sitting there and listening to others, the, that train gets derailed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So all of us, if you're open to it, will find ways to allow that train to derail because its nature is to stop sooner or later. And sometimes you can speed that up. <laughs> Not you personally, but you can speed it up. Yeah. So remember there's a lot of value put into the experiential level because that's what we're feeling. That's what's a punch is coming. Yes. This is happening. This, these are experiences. experiences. So there's one river of experience and a lot of us seem to drown in there and get thrown around by the waves, but that's one level. Yeah. There's a lot else going on. And that's where you find your assurance. I don't find my assurance in trying to set up all my experiential blocks and line them up for me to be okay. I find okayness not from that level of experience. I don't. I'm not trying to have an experience that's super calm. I know that there's that sense of being, yeah? that overrides and can outshine every circumstance and situation. I do, yeah. Does it? Who knows? Will it? I don't know, but I do know it can, yes? And therefore now the emphasis starts coming out of the experiential realm and now you're resting in another realm that doesn't have all this chaos because experiences have a beginning and an end, yeah? Yes. They have a short-term life and they may leave a giant wallop. They may just may need a little tickle, but it's almost as if you're going through a car wash with those brushes, yeah? You're just getting hit and everything like that, yeah? But we're not of that, bro, yes? We're not of an experiential realm. 
in a more contextual realm. That's where the lightness comes from. Is the it comes from the of and helps us travel better or lighter through the in, which is the experiential event. Yeah. Because most of us has found you can't manage and control experiences. Things just fucking happen. Yes. Yeah. You can't be like, what's his name? Took it as far as he could take it. Howard Hughes. He had the cash and everything. He was walking around with Kleenex boxes on his feet and totally degermified. <laughs> he just went totally crazy. He still got sick, whatever. It didn't, you see? Life is, you're always going to be the butt of life's joke. <laughs> but if I can see that in the experiential level, this too shall pass, maybe I won't rush to some real stupid thing to do to get immediate relief that's going to put me into a lifelong consequence. Yes? Yes. So the team, the, the, Taming of the chaotic surface to me comes from an echo of the the bottom, the beam. Yeah. And that's why we're not weak, we're we're weakening. So let's say, so here's the interface, you. Okay, let's call it you. And you, like your eyes are in the front of your head and everything like that. Let's say this you is interfaced with experiences, yes. And yet, as an unsuspecting interface, it's interfaced and not even that it's separate, it's in being, so to speak, yeah? Now the attention and interest is looking at all the moving and shit like this for this 80, 90 year compact ride we're on, but there's so much oomph coming from the being, yeah? Yeah. So, it's not about changing the interface, it's breaking the spell of constantly looking into the experience, trying to get something it doesn't have to give you, yeah? And to be free from that, and then the being becomes more influential. And then the contentment and satisfaction isn't wrestling control out of the chaotic surface. It's about an acceptance of all that because you're now being fed from a different stream, so to speak, yeah? Which allows you to travel lighter through these experiences. Do you think infinity is an experience? It isn't. This is a dreaming, a dreaming of experiences. It's going to stop. It stops when you go to sleep tonight, yes? You have every day there's a break already built in. <laughs> you go to sleep. So you can get a breath to go into the water again the next day. <laughs> You're not swimming trying to find that pearl on the surface. You live from the fucking pearl. And it brings a lightness to this event of going through all this stuff. Yes? Yeah. How it worked with me as an action figure, I just ran, I ran into no moss. I just did, I'm outmatched. Yeah, I can't pull it off. And in that fucking submission, something seems to do for me what I couldn't do for myself. I don't think it's a thing. I think it's a it's a it's like a frequency. It's a current. Yeah. Yeah.
And I'm not so hell bent on being right about my view. I'm open to see other views. Yeah. So the myopic can be seen in the panoramic, but the myopic view excludes the panoramic. But the panoramic includes the myopic view. Yeah. So, and therefore we learn skillful means in fucking this world of experience, yes? Because you can't be guaranteed about your fluxing conditions. You can't. Like you just said, when you get sick, the body gets weaker and the head gets louder. That's not unusual. That's what it does. It pounces on it. Just like when a lion's hunting, they look for the sick thing or the young baby. To, to attack. They don't attack the male bull. Yeah. They have a sense. So this thing, the same thing, it starts telling you tons of shit. Your life is going to suck on your fourth day of having, you know, a flu. <laughs> it's not unusual. It comes with the package. Yeah. So there is, yes. That's why we call it traveling lighter. It's not saying everything's going to get great, though it may. It's saying you're going to travel lighter through whatever it is. People have a hard time tra traveling lighter th through great because they feel they don't deserve it and some other bullshit. Yeah? Yeah? No, that all gets broken down. And if someone comes up with a cheesecake, you're going to have a piece. Yeah? <laughs> if life brings you a possibility, you're going to probably take it. Yeah? Oh, I shouldn't have. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, yes. You know, I have, I know about the experiences. Yeah. I got crippled in a sense a long time ago. That's had a, an effect on every day of experiencing life as a body. Yeah. Every step my right foot takes is different than my left foot. Yeah. It's there. It's there. Now, life has grown around that. Instead, yes, instead of fixating on it, it's grown around it. Yeah. And I, and I tend to feel a lot of gratitude that I even have a leg. Yeah. And that I've been able to get away with surfing and shit like that for years when they told me I was never going to walk. So I've, I've, i been, you know, I've been on the winning side for a while. Yeah. But every day, I'm not stopping it from getting worse. I'm not. It could, I could wake up and it could be really fucked tomorrow. Who knows? But I, do I want to live in a fear of that? No. So yeah, I get experiences. I do. And I loved, I know people would love to transfer being into the experience and change the experiences. I don't see it works that way, yeah? I don't. I believe it can be usually influential, but if, if you grab it like a tool, it's probably not gonna budge, yes? So, yeah, I understand. So if people come here and they tell me they need to do something, I've got no opinion about them doing it or not. If you need to do it, you better do it. Yeah. But if you don't need to do it, but you think you should, fuck that, really. 
<laughs> I mean, what is that? That's like a fake wind. That's not a wind blowing my sail. I can tell from the sauce it's made from a little mental fucking fan. <laughs> you can tell after a while, can't you? Jesus. <laughs> so I love everybody here. I hope we all travel lighter through this experiences. But remember, it's coming to go. Yes. This isn't how it is. This is how it appears to be in dreaming. You're not going to be in experiences rest of your life. What I call life. You're not. Yeah. And you're going to have a free vacation tonight when you sleep. Do you think you go into deep sleep as a body? No. Why? When you're dreaming at night, don't you dream of bodies? And then you go into deep sleep. There's no dreaming then because there's no body. Yeah. There's no experiential realm. You're not going 800 feet where you went 400 feet the night before. You didn't lift 300 pounds and now you're lifting 500. It's not progression of experiences. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cessation of that. That's where we find the greatest rest. Yeah. Like it says in that Zen thing, faith mind, you can't use activity to produce stillness. That would be activity. You get that? Let's combine that statement with whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. If you want something to do after the talk, just rest on those for a minute or two. Yeah. You can't use activity to produce stillness. That would be activity. Don't listen to it as if it's sterile. See yourself in the example. <laughs> See what you're not in that example. How many times has through what you're not, have you tried to use activity to produce stillness? <laughs> Tell me. Tons of times. Yes? Tons of times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're introducing, let's say there's a huge row of dominoes. And if you know, no one's going to count them 800. So we're slipping an extra domino. But when the dominoes start to fall and this domino falls, it falls differently. Yes? It triggers something else. And it takes down the house of cards. Yeah? It'll appear again, but you'll see the house was of cards. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully it'll bring about more lightness while you travel through the waves of experiences. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Paul. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel for it. I do. I, and I, I can feel the need or the desire to try to get a big chunk of being to come into experience like a raft that you can sunbathe on and not be hit by the waves or get wet. But I just <laughs> don't. I just, I just don't see it that way. I don't. Yeah. This is about the idea of I want to 
I want to get it. Uh, I want to experience my own absence. I want to be there when it when it, it dawns on me. This this is a stubborn uh, desire of of experiential stability. Yes. I want everything just to be chilled out and doing everything I wanted all the time. <laughs> never get ill, never get, yes, whatever. Yeah. Mm. This is all about uh, including all that and still free. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyone else, Mike? Yes. Uh, thanks, David. Gary. Is that? Thanks, Paul. Hi, Gary. That was good. Yeah, I wanted to just do a little report here. Um, the other, the other morning, I guess it was. Um, I, I hope I didn't tell this. Um, so instead of watching Bloodline lately, I've been I was watching the Bridge Over the River Kwai, which is a great movie. You know, one. Yes. Lots of Academy Awards. It's beautiful scenery. It's tense action. It's you know violence and war and nobility and all that. Well, so that's kind of the background. I was watching that over a few days, and one morning I was sitting here, and it's been hot where I live. So the way we cool the house is to um, open all the windows at night, close them during the day. Well, I was sitting here in the morning and I this well, I this mental process started to worry about, well, let's see, should I open the windows now? Or should I wait till 7.30? No, well, that, that could but if I wait till 7.30, I, I might miss the perfect opportunity. But, but, if I, but if I do it too soon, I, anyway, I was going, the mental process was driving me crazy with drama about whether to open or close the windows. Yes. So there, and, and, and I noticed there's the same thing going on watching the, the movie, The Bridge Over the River Kwai. Oh my gosh, are they gonna make it? even though I know they're going to make it, but yeah, the tension is just incredible. And, and I noticed that they both have the same kind of gut-wrenching dramatic appeal. I guess that's why we like them, but I didn't really like being held sway by whether I should open or close the windows. So the thing that tripped something here was, I was reading about that story, The Bridge Over the River Kwai, and it turns out it never happened. The bridge was never destroyed. <laughs> yes, yes. There was never any, um, all those events in that movie never happened. Yes. Well, that's like my thinking. The two, they kind of went like that. Oh, I, that's right. But there was a whole lot of meaning because you yes. thought it was happening. There you go. Yeah. So you're the producer of the River Kwai. You're the producer of the windows <laughs> in your house. You're the producer, yeah. director of all the shit. 
It's much ado about nothing. <laughs> about nothing. Much ado about nothing. And I even lost interest in finishing the movie. I haven't gone back to see the final scenes. Yeah. Well, now that it's been made up, you can make up your own ending. <laughs> you can. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's, it's, it's uh, how many times do you find that out? I mean, there's stories in the Bible that people believe fervently, and then there's some historical repudiation that there was no person called that or anyone. Was... But what a relief. What a relief. <laughs> uh, you know, because I'm so held by this drama, apparently, of whether to open or close the windows, and it's like torture. So <laughs> it never happened. So the drama that's going on around the windows, it never happened either. It's like it doesn't, uh, I, something lost interest in, in both those movies at the same time. Oh, good, good, good. And then what happens is you take the movie River Kwai and it's made into a comedy. That's pretty good. <laughs> so it's made into a skit, you thinking about opening or closing the windows. <laughs> I mean, humor is an incredible thing to extract from that shit, I feel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. you can pass on the humor. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, comedy of errors. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just because you feel something doesn't mean it's true. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> you know, but there was so much drama and feeling <laughs> and intensity. Oh, uh, yeah, great. <laughs> well, I gotta yeah, say. We're, uh, we're like an opera. We're operatic, so to speak. You know what I mean? Grand opera. A lot of uh, arias and shit, yes. No, we should we should sing our days. We should sing our days. <laughs> I should stand in front of Amelia and have a deep bass. Oh. <laughs> just fucking make a flare of it. Get some nice costumes. <laughs> just do do the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. You don't see we're in that already. We got the wardrobe. We got the set. We got the, the drama. We got the story. Yeah. Indeed. It's okay. There's nothing right or wrong with it. But it'd be nice to travel lighter through it. Yeah. And, yeah. and I want to I want to add that in addition to comedy, the uh, the camaraderie camaraderie of acting, right? Because I feel less crazy about. I remember one time that a pen stopped working while I was writing something, and I went through like, am I going to get a different pen and continue writing, or am I just not going to write? And I went through that with what Gary is talking about for like a few minutes. Like, oh my God, I'm going crazy. <laughs> That's true. Does anyone know I don't have any pants on here? <laughs> well, Mom, where do you want I assume I don't even go down below the belly. <laughs> I just assume. Can you imagine if we actually saw what people were wearing? <laughs> Someone may have a diaper, a Ramana Mahashi diaper on. You never know. 
You mean what I'm thinking? It ain't necessarily so. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, first of all, you're not thinking it, which is great. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's extract ourselves out of that quagmire. <laughs> once you, again, you know, once you think you've, you've entered presence, it means you've been out of it for quite a while. So this is, you don't want to believe that, eh? You don't. Mm. You have to see in a weird way, it's all or nothing. If it isn't, then it's again, you're going to be the main cog. Everything is going to rest on you. This mm. is that obsession mm. with self. Yeah. 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 Yes. It's not the case. So, wow. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Gary. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Thank Gary. Yeah. Anyone else, Mike? No? Yeah. Uh, just John, you raised your hand, so just in case you John wanna... W. Yeah. Yeah. I hi Paul. I checked my membership and I've only got one question a year, so I'm going to save it up till next week. Uh, <laughs> good move. Smart. <laughs> smart. And yeah. by then you'll forget, which is great. Yes. Yeah. And Deborah has raised her hand too again. Oh, Deborah. Double dipping. This Double is, dipping. Yeah. This is not going to be permitted. Uh, I can't hear you. Can you hear her? Is it me? Making it scramble now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm producing the static. Yes. There's something wrong with the microphone. And here you honey. If you're just swallow the question, it'll come out another orifice. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, Oh, you've got beans. Uh, we can't hear you well, son. Yeah, you're going in and out. I'll pass. That's good. That's good. Yeah, something's uh, something is still crackling. I just muted it. All right. Yeah, good. All right. Well, let's say goodbye, eh? Or good night. Hey, uh, we're going to have a something this weekend, uh, Sunday at 1 o'clock. I, I don't know. We may put it on Zoom. It'll be up on the, on the event page. I, we're doing a live thing in Sebastopol around here. I think it's from 1 to 3 for another, for some other group. So uh, yeah, I'll see if it's, we'll post, I think we posted it. So that, I think we'll try to zoom that one too. Yeah, Mike, yeah. So I think it's, yeah. it, it's on the website Sunday live in Sebastopol. And we'll on do Saturdays, everything's the same, but Sunday we'll do it too, all right? On, on our account or are they gonna do it? I'll do it on our account. Okay. Yeah. All right. If I can, I'll let I'll make a decision tomorrow or something. We'll see. But I think so. All right. Nice to see you, Mike. You're enjoying your house. Everything's good. Yeah. Excellent. Great. Fantastic. Anu, there she is. Thanks for all the support, honey, on many levels. We got William. Nice to meet you, William. I'll see you again. 
once you learn how to get in the Zoom, you know, the uh, uh, heaven is open. You can go in, <laughs> not hard. So we got Kerry. Yeah. Nice to see you, Kerry. Send out a love to Judith and to you, both of you. We've got Kathleen, confused and happy. It's good condition. Stuart, feeling a little better. Stuart, I think I got a message from you. Yeah, we'll talk in the next few days. Did I get something from you? Oh, all right. So it's another Stuart. All right. Check it out. Uh, Robert French, my favorite Kiwi. Nice to see you, Robert. We got Sherry. Oh, it's always a pleasure to see Sherry. David, thank you, David, for your share today. Yes? Yes. If you had, if there was any role we actually played here, Dave, wouldn't it be cooler that uh, you kept your eye on, on infinity moving through the finite? Yes? Yeah. So, Brahmi, nice to see you. You are now the perceived. Not what's <laughs> perceiving. There you go. Yeah, nice to see you, honey. Call me up whenever you're around here. Yeah, all right, good. We got Alex from the Hudson Valley. Nice to see you, honey. All is well? Feeling good? Yeah. And Jacob's on the bed behind her. What? Oh, Jacob is here. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, I see something moving. Yeah. Hi, Jacob. Hey, Jacob. <laughs> Don't get up. It's all right. <laughs> Jacob. We got Craig. Craig May. Nice to see you, Craig. Yep. I like a guy who wears a hat inside. Very good. Yeah. Yep. You gotta. <laughs> we got Bill Chamberlain, a churchman. I mean, I forgot. He reminds me of Chamberlain. Wilt. He's a very big man. Live. There is so much below the square when it comes to Bill Churchman. Yeah, <laughs> he goes on. He goes on and on. So uh, we got John W. Yes. You never have to fulfill that subscription with that accent, bro. You're stuck with it. That's going to last forever. <laughs> Gary C., nice to see you, Gary. Thank you for that chair. Yeah, I read about the bridge on the River Kwai. Never happening. I'm happy I didn't tell you about it before the movie. Yeah. At least you were able to enjoy most of it. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it both ways. <laughs> yeah, good, good. That's very good. Well, that's satsang. Yeah, Stefan on having never left. Fantastic, my friend. Stefan, where are you? Are you up in Seattle? No, actually, I'm in Southwest Texas. Oh, Southwest Texas. Wow. Wow. My respect for you has grown. Leaps and bounds. <laughs> Fantastic. Nice to see you, bro. Nice to see you. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. yeah. We got Deborah. Sorry we lost your last uh, voice thing. We got Miss Amelia. Yes, there she is. Do we need to announce anything about Italy, honey? 
except for how wonderful it is. We come up maybe with a shirt for the Italian retreat. We're gonna have the, the, the thing of Italy with Zen Bitslap on one side and uh, Italia 22 on the other side. Pretty nice. We're gonna try to get those things made. So we got, uh, let's see, we got Tim. Nice to see Tim, I enjoyed your share last week. Happy that you came back. Angie, the smiling lady, yes, yes. See, she refused to give it up and now she can't stop. There you go, fantastic. We got a Susanna W, there she is. She's always living, She's, she sleeps with her running shoes on. Don't worry, you can run in Italy, it's okay. They won't shoot you. All right, we got uh, Matthew. He, nice to see. Oh, Matthew, how nice to see you, Matt. Hey, Paul, rest in my back here. Listen to you in, in bed. Oh, uh, great, great. I'm happy to. I'm happy to be there with you. Yeah, it's very good. See you, Tom. Uh, let's see. We got. I think we got Stuart and everyone here. We got uh, iPhone. For, oh, Mia, nice to see you, Mia, or not see you. Tyler, Alan, O, Rich A, another Deborah. Uh, I think that's about it. Hey, thanks for everyone showing up tonight. We'll see each other, hopefully. It's all on the uh, Zen Bitch Slap event page. And uh, yeah, see you soon. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, good night. Yeah.